Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. When Kamal resolves to change his life for the better, he leaves Belgium to help war victims in Syria. But having arrived there, he's forced to join ISIS and is left stranded in Raqqa. Back home, his younger brother, Nassim, is quickly becomes easy prey for the radical recruiters who promise to reunite him with his brother. Their mother, Layla, uh, fights to protect the only thing she has left, her youngest son. And that is just the bare outline of this remarkable film called Rebel. We're joined today by the co-directors as well as co-writers of the film, Adil El Abi, Bilal Falal. To both of you, welcome to Film School Radio. Thank you. Thank it's you. an honor to be here. And it's an honor to have you because this is the kind of film that does a lot of things on a lot of different levels. Uh, it puts in front of people a very grim situation and does it in such a way to pull us into the humanity of this, this crisis through Kamal and through his family. And we see so many different aspects of this. Uh, I'll start with you, uh, Bilal. What what was the inspiration for for the film? Where where did this idea come from? How did it gestate into what we see in Rebel? Yeah, so it's it's something that started in 2011 and 12. Uh, I come from a neighborhood close to Brussels uh, where the highest percentage of uh, young Muslims went to Syria. And so it re- I saw it really firsthand happening. Uh, I saw people that I went to school with, that I played soccer with, that, you know, saw them one by one leave. And, and it was a phenomenon that was happening and, and that really struck us. And then to see after, you know, the attacks in, in Europe, all over Europe, then in Belgium, France, Spain, it, it was very, uh, yeah, shocking and emotional to see that because these guys, you know, sometimes I saw, an, I saw an ISIS video and it was somebody that I knew, that I knew from the neighborhood. And to see them in that condition, in that dark video of ISIS, it was very uh, painful to see because they have the same background as us. They are also Muslim, Belgian, Moroccans, and and we felt that we 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 had to tell this story. It was a super important story to tell because from all the TV shows and movies that I saw, I didn't, didn't see really the the, the Muslim perspective. Uh, so Adil and me, we we were like, we have to tell this story, with all the complexities and all the nuances, and uh, that's how it all started and. It became a research work of eight years, so it was intense and very, um, yeah, emotional for us to make it. Yeah, definitely. And uh, the I think the most important aspect of the film is the creation of Kamal, the the creation, how you put his character to, together in terms of his life, his profile within the community, and how he wants to do the right thing, spurred by what he is seeing going on in Syria. Adil, talk about the sort of the how you put his character together and what you were hoping to accomplish with him yeah for, for us he was trying to explain why so many people went there yeah. uh and and obviously a, a percentage of people were just already radicalized and then wanted to be murderers that that's for sure but there were a lot of people that that initially went there to to save people to protect people i think that that we've seen a lot of volunteers also from from everywhere in the world going to ukraine when they saw what was uh, happening there you know um, out of uh, idealism out of you know like the feeling that people is getting massacred and the whole world is doing nothing for it 
and and a lot of these guys they 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 had first that you know sometimes humanitarian sometimes they want to fight against the regime of Assad so we wanted to explain like those are a lot of reasons why these guys in the beginning they went there uh to become heroes basically they had this like you know very idolized view of it all and then step by step you see how how it evolved because in the fog of war you don't know who's who anymore and um and you had rebels that were not necessarily religious but in the same group you had extremists and uh, and and the beginnings of ISIS and they were all supported by the western world they didn't make any distinctions uh, and yeah, some of them were crazy. And once you're there, uh, once sometimes for the, a lot of these guys, once you realize where you are, well, it's like a mafia organization. You're part of this organized crime uh, that's extremely violent and either you're part of it or you get yourself uh, executed. And that's like this this kind of like, you know, mafia story that we wanted to tell. With It is easy to understand why people would want to go there to help considering the way that the Civil War started the brutal repression over over a school, over a school, basically, what the Assad regime cracked down on. And it started one thing led to another. It was also a crisis with farmers and the water supply. And there were a lot of were a lot of factors that played into this. So it's completely understandable why people would want to be there for humanitarian reasons to help with what happened. And with Kamal, there's there's an aspect to Kamal's character that I I appreciated so much about him. He he represents the what I would say the compassionate view of Islam. We're not often presented with in the in the West. We often see the radicalized version of that. You see that in his character. We see that in a number of different characters in the film, and I think that's important. An important part of the film, the presentation of Islam and the ideology, the religion, the philosophy, is often presented very negatively. In this film, we get a very nuanced look at it. And I, I, I'm sure this was by design. Bilal, how, 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 how important was that for you to be able to present it then in that way? Oh, I, I think that's what maybe one of the most important things we wanted to show because people, um, you know, when you see Islam, people immediately see extremism, and and it's also what I saw in all these TV shows and 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 movies that it's like very one on one, and and. We wanted to really show the, the the nuances and and also the you know seeing all these different characters, uh, seeing the mother she's praying, you know, like or Kamal when she is in Syria is praying. These are good people and they they believe the religion in the right way, and 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 that's what ISIS was doing. It was a total opposite. It was like total you know obscurantism, uh, you know, not allowing music, not allowing dance, not allowing poetry. While this is really part of our, you know, of our culture, uh, and that's why we also created all these musical scenes yeah. to to experience, uh, you know, that 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 this is who we are, you know. Yeah, that and that leads us to the the movie making part of this film, the ability to bring this extremely at, at times grim perspective on war, which is which is by definition grim and and uh and horrifying and then to be able to kind of cut between that and the musical numbers which don't shy away from what the film is about but give a, a viewer an opportunity to kind of regather themselves and be ready for the next part of the film um Adil, is that is that sound like yeah. what you were hoping to accomplish with that because they're beautiful scenes and they're they're very well done that's another part of it, but talk about that. The, the need, I, I don't know where you, in the sort of the filmmaking process, 
that you decided that you wanted to introduce some other elements? Well, because it's a, such a complex and emotional story, we, we tried to find a way how to convey uh, basically the sorrow, the madness uh, in a way that, that normal dialogue scenes would maybe not be enough. And yeah. there is some music and dance and, 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 and poetry overall that you know, gives like the artist goosebumps, you would say, you know, uh, and, and that goosebump effect, um, that's what we try to reach with it. Like, even if you don't understand the, the lyrics necessarily, you feel it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and, and that's, that's, you know, if we could, we would have made more of those scenes, but we also realized that, uh, you know, musicals are usually Hollywood American productions. <laughs> so that, that we learned, <laughs> that's why there's not more on there. You don't have a lot of European musicals, basically. Um, but it was it was great to be allowed to to have this even higher form of expression and to explore how you can tell a story and convey emotions with uh, with with dance basically yeah. and, and this is exactly precisely the thing that Isis was against on every level. Yeah. Um, so so that that was like the the I think which which made the movie even go on a higher level and at the same time as you said. It's such a hard and 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 very you know at times very painful movie to watch that it gives you some breathing room you know uh, even though it's still like like uh, there's a lot of information you know it's in five minutes you can convey like why is this character going to syria this allows you to do it in a very short amount of time with rap lyrics uh but at the same time it gives like a little bit of light in that in that darkness the film is called Rebel, and it is in theaters here in Los Angeles right now. It got its release in New York on the 15th, on September 15th, so be looking for that. And um, I want to talk about the filmmaking part of it, because there's some sequences in this film that I know you're drawing from your background. Is You've made the bad boys kind of films before. You've made action films before, so I feel like you're really drawing upon that. And there's one particular sequence that was amazing to me. It's where they're going from room to room, and you're following kind of you're dawdling along this this amazing scene. I mean, I thought that was one of the you know, incredible. And talk about the the sort of as filmmakers, just the challenges of conveying what you needed to convey in this film. Well, in the case of that, you know, you know the action scenes. Um, yeah. I deal at the idea of you know I saw this picture of you know the holes in the wall that you know yeah. were using that, and he was thinking of uh, making the whole sequence created. Uh, on, on that concept and uh, <clears throat> when we started to design that sequence uh, well you know we have a lot of inspiration from Oliver Stone's war movies like Platoon or Born for the July or you know Saving Private Ryan from Spielberg or you know and, and we went to the Jerry Bruckheimer action school so we learned so much about you know handling you know big action sequences that we really could focus on the characters and really you know go on the performance and our approach on that was really to stay with the character uh, and, and the camera is like glued to the character throughout the situation. So you experience everything yeah. uh, of the war with him. And, and, and then not seeing the enemy was also a big part of, of, of this uh, designing the sequence that you don't know where the danger is from. So um yeah it was it was very tough and and you know working with so many extras and pyrotechnics and you know <laughs> having the, the jordanian crew did like big hollywood movies like dune uh yeah it was just uh very exciting to make it uh as visceral as we did it it and, makes and it, it visceral. Like a, almost like the second part of the action sequence is like a one taker and it's, it's also rhythmically it's yeah. like 
very subtly we have the musical element in that sequence it's just masterful filmmaking it really truly is to watch somebody do something that effectively not just as a show it's not just for the for the effect of it it furthers this idea of just the absolute insanity of war of being in a, in a place where you're being you're under this kind of level of of distress and and danger i, I just love i love all of those kind of sequences that we see throughout the film and um you know i i i'm a film buff i think you are too so I was thinking, what does this remind me of? And sort of, you mentioned uh, Platoon. I think that's a good reference. I also think uh, the second half of Stanley Kubrick's uh, Full Metal Jacket kind of reminds yes. me of this film. And the Battle of Algiers, it reminds yeah. me a bit of that. I, I don't know if these are references that are familiar to you, but there's something about the, the kinetic energy that you generate in the, in the, in those sequences that feels like you are right in the middle of it. And I think that's a, that's a testament to filmmaking. Yeah. But for the battle of Algiers was, was a movie that I watched while I was of, uh, rewriting the script. And, and it's, it's a movie that inspired Oliver Stone a lot, especially for, um, uh, for JFK, which inspired us. So I was, I was very interested in watching the movies that inspired him for JFK and the battle of Algiers has really, but it's a very complex recollection of how terrorism works or yeah. in area warfare. And it feels like a documentary. And uh, at that time, I don't think that there has ever been a war movie or a movie like that or espionage war movie. I mean, if you watch it, it looks like really as if it's real. And, and that was certainly an inspiration for us in trying to have sometimes really that documentary feel. Uh, and uh, and you really feel as if you're out there while ISIS is around you. And we just like, you know, asked our actors to move while everything was happening. And that you really have that sense with with Battle yeah. of El I've only got a minute or two with you. I just want to end on something that I think is important and it's conveyed very effectively in the film. And that is propaganda. The world yeah. we live in now is kind of whose propaganda you want to believe at this point. I mean, it feels like it. I think there's truth. And I, I honestly believe in the truth. Every effective use of propaganda begins with a truth. Yeah. There's some kernel of truth in whatever, if it's effective, if it's truly effective, that's where it starts. And I think that this film is about that. There's a kernel of truth in what the recruiter was saying to uh, yeah. Nassim. There's a kernel of truth to so much of the things that are so disruptive in our lives and our ability to be able to, to effectively govern ourselves now, to be able to make decisions that make sense. And so I'm so glad you, you've, you've kind of taken this on in this film in, in, in that way. Is that You have to be armed and ready to, to be able to filter out what's what's not true and what's true. And, and the impact can be dire if you don't. Right. Absolutely. And and to that note, on that note, cinema and filmmaking techniques are, are very powerful and it yeah. can be used as a very powerful weapon. The same way that religion, that Islam can be misused and abused and perverted into a weapon of war. Filmmaking, like like Leni Riefestahl did in, in Germany, filmmaking techniques can be used for, for pure evil. And that is something that we really have to be aware of because it's it's, it's way stronger than you might think. Absolutely. Well, my congratulations to you on Revel. I know you have been involved in a lot of big pictures, and I don't want to get into all that other nonsense uh, that, uh, that, but uh, as part of your story, but uh, this is wonderful filmmaking, and I'm, I'm honored to have you with us on the show today. We've been speaking with Adil El Arbi and Bilal Falah. So, both of you, thank you so much for spending some time with us here on Film School Radio. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you.
You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio. Thank you.